0: How many of his disciples left? And did they come back? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. So today the question is from John chapter 6, verse 60. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, This is a hard teaching. We cannot accept it. And they left. Well, which of his disciples left, and did they come back? This is a great question, I, and I appreciate the question coming in. But I think what you're thinking about is you—you've kind of thinking about what we've been taught through the years that Jesus had twelve disciples. Let's see, five and five, and then two toes. Twelve disciples. But Jesus had more than twelve disciples. You see. Well, first of all, a disciple is someone who follows the discipline of someone else. Mahatma Gandhi had many disciples. Buddha had disciples. Krishna had disciples. Muhammad had disciples. Jesus had disciples and he had more than twelve. The twelve that we hear about and we learn about are the twelve that he called out. Okay, and if we go to the book of Matthew, we see that he had called twelve disciples. We see where he called Peter and Andrew and James and John and Matthew. And we know that he called 12 to represent the 12 tribes of Israel. There's a lot of significance in that, that we really don't have time to get into right now with Bible time. But anyway, he had other followers who were followed him wherever we go. Today, we might call them groupies. Okay. Um, maybe not the right term because... Groupies aren't typically disciples of a rock star. They're groupies of a rock star. But they were followers of him, and they tried to learn from his teachings. And there were many of them, more than just the 12. We only hear about the 12 because that's what the Bible really calls out, because it's it's a specific reason to represent the 12 tribes of Israel. And the representation is, is very theological, very deep. But he really had other people who were following him. And that's why some of them left, because they didn't like the difficult teaching. But what was that difficult teaching? John chapter 6 is one of my favorites in the Bible, the the whole chapter. You see Jesus feeding the people. Have them sit down, he says, and and he feeds them. He feeds 5,000. And then, then he walks on water in that same chapter. And then the people realizing, that Jesus is on the other side of the, of the lake and there's only one boat and they watch the disciples leaving the boat. They're like, how did he get there? Well, he had to walk on water to get there because he certainly didn't run ahead of them during the night. It's just, it's so rich and so deep. And then we talk about the bread of life and and when Jesus is talking about the bread of life and he says that your ancestors ate manna in the desert, which was like a bread-like type substance that God supernaturally made appear but when he's talking about the bread of life he means his body when we feed on him now we're not going to physically eat him we're not gonna as the expression goes eat the elephant okay to take on a big problem we're not going to physically feed on him we're not into cannibalism here but we feed on his teachings he was telling his disciples all that were following him If you listen to me, you learn from me, you understand my teachings, that I have been sent by the Father. And when he draws you out, John 6, 44, you can come to him. Okay? He's teaching them all this stuff. And finally, they say, you know what? This is too difficult. We didn't sign up for this. We're leaving. It wasn't any of the 12. None of them. They all stuck with him. The 12 stuck with him. And perhaps that's why he called them because he knew that they would stick with him to the very end. Now, what happened after he died? That's a different story, but they stuck with him. None of them left. So there you go. There's your answer. It's a good question because it gets you thinking that, you know, we think we know the Bible. We think we've been taught well, but we need to rethink what we know Because the Bible's alive. And as I've said before, it will grow with you. If you take time to read it and feed on it, it will grow with you. And you will learn a lot from it. So there's a challenge for you in the coming year. Read the Bible. Let it grow with you. As you grow, well, it won't be growing. It'll be growing you. That was a great question. We'll see you again next week for Bible Time. Thank you. God bless.